to the challenge. Spies, lies, and allies. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve. Hello, I am Mixie. Hey, that's your first time. Really good job. I didn't even realize I'm here. You up. <laughs> she's a professional. She already knows what she's doing. I mean, it, what better way to start? Like you, you like read your cue perfectly. You knew what to say. I'm right. I'm on top of it now, I, guys. I I took I took the time between the first recording to now to really hone my craft and get in there. And now I know everything about everything. I'm about to teach you everything. Whoa. Yeah, I, I'm about to teach everybody something new. I think, and I'm excited to learn from you as well. I'm open to learning. Did you fifth element <laughs> us? Like you, you like. <laughs> You Lilo Dallas multipassed us, and you just learned everything from that computer screen really quickly. If you're familiar with that movie, I am not familiar with that ah. movie, but I did learn a lot of stuff from my computer screen. However, I made sure I only stayed on MTV's page. That is a great veteran move decision. It's like you already know what to do and how you can get in trouble. Well, you had told me that you spoil that this the show spoils really easily. And it's all over Twitter and stuff. So I, I'm trying my best to avoid. However, for everybody else that's listening, I love being spoiled. I am like the queen of going and figuring out the spoilers. I love that. I like to get deep in there. I need to know what's going on before I see it. However, for this show, oh. I promise right now to do everything I can to not see spoiler. I love it because that was going to be my follow up was... I know you love a spoiler, so how are we going to do this? So I'm glad that we're at this point. You've made this commitment to the show. You've made a commitment to the audience. A blood oath, yes. That you're not. You're going to ride the train with us and hopefully not get spoiled. Absolutely. It's dangerous ground. Brooke found out it's the hard way. There's dangerous ground. There's landmines everywhere. You're like, oh, I'm going to watch somebody's Instagram live because I like them. Incorrect move. Absolutely incorrect move. I'm staying away from everyone on social media that's in any way involved in the show in any way. <laughs> I, no hate to anyone. I would love to follow you. If you're not on next season, maybe I'll follow you. But like for right now, I'm not following anyone. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. Deleted the app. I am fully in on this and what, what they show us. Great, great job. I love it so very much. <laughs> Well, guys, if it's your first time finding us, thank you very much for finding The Right Reality. We're glad to be back here. Season 7 starting Spies, Lies, and Allies. Mouthful. Which I thought would have a, which I thought would be much harder for me to say. Yeah, you got that first try. I'm, I'm very impressed. I, everybody listening right now knows that I stumble over those things. And they're like, <laughs> I, I could hear you from here, audience. You're clapping. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Stand up. <laughs> Spies, lies, and allies. Twice. Two times. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Spies, lies, and allies. I did think about that, how much TJ, he's the host, correct? How often How often he had to re-say that stuff. Like, how, <laughs> how many retakes did he have to take? That intro that they did on top of that castle? I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead. No, go. But that intro they did with him on the castle was so aggressive aggressive is going to be a word that i use often when talking about this show because I, and again maybe it's just because i'm from the bachelor 
you know, Love Island type of shows. But man, is everything just so aggressive. <laughs> very aggressive. Everything is very serious. It's, yeah, it's like the hot topic of reality TV shows. 100%. There's a million dollars <laughs> on the line, so everything Yeah, that's a lot of be. money. That shocked me. I had no idea. Was, is it normally that, that much? It is. And here's, you know, the shitty thing is for everybody listening knows this. Usually there's like three or four teams that get to the final. Mm -hmm. um, and one team usually doesn't get any money. And then like second and third, second gets like, third gets like maybe like 20 grand to split or something like that. And yeah. like third place or second place then gets like 80 grand. And then the winners get like $900,000. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Because like even when you think about, you know, here's the adult in me, like how much are they not actually getting at the end of the day? You know, like once the taxes are taken out, you know, is that really worth you almost drowning in an airplane? I don't I don't think so. I just I don't think so. There's so many other reality TV shows you could do to get the following that you could need to get be an influencer. Oh, these people aren't here for influencers. Yeah, you're. You Some of them like... are. Some of them are. I think that this game has evolved. It's evolved a lot since I watched it in high school. That's oh, for it's, sure. Oh, it's completely different. From it's there. again, it's so aggressive. It's just so aggressive. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It's a it's a very interesting like dynamic that I think we're going to have this year. And again, for for people who missed the Devin interview, first of all, you're crazy. Oh. Incredible interview, Stephen. Well done. I appreciate that. That's very kind. That was very kind. Of course. Um, if you missed that, like we, we, you know, I introduced Mixie here, our, our new new co-host for this season. And I want to give, I had like a couple people reach out, you know, privately and be like, hey, what's what's the deal with, with Justin and Brooke? And in, in, in all honesty, because we've always been honest with you guys, it's just a time issue for them. You know, it's a, mm -hmm. I think we could get 19 or 20 episodes this season, so that it's a lot of content. Brooke is obviously very busy with um, with Even the Rich and the Daily Podcast. I think it's called Even the Daily. I forget what it's called. They're all very similar in names. Uh, so she's got those going on, so she's very busy with that. Justin is obviously very busy being a dad with all the things that that brings in, and now that things are getting back up and cranking, um, the time schedule is just a little tight. So our goal is to have Justin pop in hopefully every four to five weeks. Same with Brooke. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, excited. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't just like leave you guys alone. So I had to go recruit, and uh, we got a, we got a good recruit. And I have nothing to do ever, and I <laughs> all I do is watch reality TV. So this was pretty much an easy straight shot. Just, no cell was involved. <laughs> no, it's like, hey, do you want to do this? Ah, sure, I'll watch the show. I'll watch yeah, another whatever. show. Put it on my list. <laughs> So the the it was a it was a fascinating episode I think for me um, as you your very first oh my goodness episode what are your initial thoughts of everything we saw? So in general, I would say what the total amount of screen time was about three hours with these two episodes. That's correct. It it took me five hours to get through <laughs> because I had to keep pausing and being like, who is this? There are, and I will I will touch on this multiple times, entirely too many people. <laughs> Way too many people. They should be competing and getting different prizes and like ways to sabotage each other and only have like eight teams total versus everybody getting like teams getting eliminated every week. 
because I want to get to know these people. Like I liked the I won't get into who who left right now, but I liked both of them. And I was like, well, what the hell? I got probably about 15 minutes with them. That was nice. See, you, never. That's an interesting I, point about like these, especially when it's a newbie group going home. It's like, well, yeah. Why did you introduce us to them at all? Like, uh huh. I got her backstory. I wrote a bunch of stuff down and then I crossed it all out because I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> She's sitting in the car with them at the beginning being like, hey. I had a whole whole speech about the leather shirt. Pointless. Just absolutely meaningless <laughs> at this point. You don't need it anymore. She gone. What, I want to hear what was the leather shirt take? It gave me... So there's a lot of... I have a general fashion take, but we'll, go, we'll start with the leather shirt take. It gave me first incredibles movie vibes oh it a lot of what they were wearing was very like i don't know why but like even looking at i have the cast photos in front of me by the way because i need it because i still don't know these people because there's way too many nor do i i know about (laughs) half the people on this show this year i'm looking at all their outfits this would be the cast of the hand the people that were at the hannah montana concerts on the hannah montana show in disney like (laughs) What are these outfits? I I just I, I couldn't get over it. Like the leather, sh- it was like just so villain, like so clearly villain. Like you went into a store and you were like, "Please dress me as a villain." Yeah, like that was the goal. I think they said to all the all the European people, "Hey, can you wear the like the outfit that like screams your Euro the most?" I'm sorry. I should have been clear about that. The USA outfits were the Hannah Montana outfits. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Did everyone else slay? I have so many notes about that, too. <laughs> like, it was night and day. I'm serious. It felt like I was watching a show in the mid-early 2000s, and then all of a sudden I was watching a show that was shot a couple months ago. It Like, uh, those, the fashion, for, I, I'm so excited for their clothes. <laughs> and I know they have uniforms, but, like, when they're around hoeing it up at the house, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Since you just mentioned it, I am. I have not been more excited after an episode one because we have been deprived in the past few years of people hooking up in the house. And already we have, like, oh, four really? couples. Oh, it's been brutal. And and last year there was, like, really nobody <laughs> This year, they started strong. I feel like quarantine really hit them, and they just, like, were not fucking anybody. And now they're just, like, all so horned up and just throwing themselves in this house. It was crazy to me how they were all just hooking up so casually, too. Like, there was no even attempt at a conversation. But it's interesting with this show. Again, I'm used to Love Island in The Bachelor where they're at least trying to pretend like there's some sort of love story here. These people don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they really don't. They're just like, hey, let's let's do this. Like, why why not? It's great. I, you know what? The, the difference is, and we talked about this before. I think me and Brooke and Justin talked about this. Um, the previous two seasons, so they filmed one season literally like right at the like mid part, like November-ish of quarantine, right? Oh, wow. And they did it in Iceland. So they had no pool. They the, like they had a club inside the house. They had like a little bubble that they built, uh, uh-huh. like a, a geometric dome situation. And it was like a cold weather place. The season before that, they were literally in a bunker and they couldn't leave the bunker, which was very like, 
Like we were like, oh, this seems crazy. And then we all sudden lived in a bunker ourselves right after watching that season, which was weird considering mm-hmm. that was not during the pandemic. So, um, but now they're in like a warm weather spot. And I think that is the big difference. You have a pool, people are wearing, you know, cute outfits or yeah. like outfits that are barely there. Ashley's nips almost came out like five times, you know, when she's making out with Nelson. <laughs> oh my and I'm God. like, whoa, they were holding on to dear life in there. And other people are just like, just absolute fashion as if they were going to like the Met Gala and not to the challenge. I couldn't believe it. And and the, and the thing that was interesting to me is when they got there. Okay, you know what? Oh, hold on. I would like to talk about the qualifications of a quote-unquote agent. Now, I wrote a lot of notes on this. <laughs> TJ got into this at the very beginning. And again, it was early. My mind was blown by what was happening. What are exactly the qualifications of being an agent other than being on some sort of reality show prior to this? Uh, That is correct. That is number one. And then I quoted that he put the strongest, smartest and most badass recruits. None of that means anything. Like, what are the qualifications? Let me let me just say this is one of the things I need to tell you. Um, Just go with it. It means nothing. It's a gimmick. It makes no sense. It didn't make sense last year when they did this idea. And honestly, it like hurts my like, like TJ is fantastic. He's like the God and like the dad of the show. Everybody loves Mr. TJ Lavin. But like, mm-hmm. it doesn't help that we're giving him this responsibility. Yeah, he's being he's being dealt a really bad hand. But but he's like. I see what you want me to do, and I'm going to do my best at it. You want to put me on a motorcycle? You want to put me in a Lambo? You want to put me in a helicopter? You want me just, like, living my life? I assume this is what TJ does all the time, like, on a yacht. He was on a yacht talking about, you know, they're coming right here to Croatia. And I'm like, (laughs) this is just a day in the life for TJ. Just on yachts, crushing it. It's beautiful. Okay, since you brought up TJ as well. Love him. Think he's a great guy. Good host. You know, honestly, personally, no one can ever touch what Chris Harrison has done to this to the reality (laughs) world. But he's great. However, whoever is putting him in places to like make these speeches, he has to yell. And the music is so aggressive. Again, aggressive music. It's so aggressive. And he's like screaming. At one point, he was next to a waterfall. I literally wrote. I literally wrote, how am I supposed to hear him? He's next to a waterfall. <laughs> like, he's screaming. I can't understand anything. On top of it, the things I am understanding is that they're qualified agents that are the most badass. And I'm like, what is going on here? I couldn't understand anything. I My volume was all the way up. I put closed captions on. They got to set him up better. Yeah. I, they put they usually have like him in some sort of helicopter or something like arriving <laughs> looking just badass because he's tj lavin just like the best of the best the best ever to do it and he's like for this is okay so again the name of the show spies lies and allies fucking crushed it for the third time recording i know i'm really impressed as you should be he says uh by the way, this was like five minutes in, not even five minutes into the very first pre-episode episode 
where he goes, I'm not fucking around this season. First lie, TJ, you're never fucking around on a season. <laughs> you have never fucked around on a season. You call people quitters. You said when they quit, bye, see you never. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. TJ is the man. If somebody quits, he I'm goes, so bye, hope to see you never. Thanks for not coming. I hope they turn his mic up. BMX legend, <laughs> he doesn't quit. So, like, that's a half of a lie. I'm not fucking around this season. Yeah, I mean, it's a half a lie because you've never fucked around. So how am I, like, what are we doing? It was great. And another thing that I saw, because I like these, like, little nuances of the show after watching for so long. Uh-huh. The new MTV Open for what, I think this is the MTV's four, four, year 40 of being a network or something like that. They just oh, had wow. the anniversary, like, a few mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. So yeah. they've unveiled the new MTV logo, but the opening is now different than it's been, which is usually like the logo goes on and there's like some weird like metal sound when it comes up. It's like uh. like that. <laughs> but now they That's have good. the logo come up. Thank you. And it's the retro. You can hear the I want my MTV, but it's just the MTV. And I'm like, let's go. MTV. I love this little sound bite. And it might be a ringtone for me at some point or a text message. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. It could be anything. I love that. I, I fully missed it. I need to. I've written it down Woo! and I need to pay attention Woo! to that. I'm getting jacked up just thinking about it. <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm getting excited again. Well, you know, since since we're talking about MTV. Yeah. Uh, were, was it their decision? I'm assuming it was to put like 12 trailers in that opening episode where you met everybody every time it was a commercial break there was a brand new different trailer for the season that i'm about to start i don't know because i immediately close my eyes and mute it and fast forward i i'm gonna be very honest you got to be very careful with these trailers if you're gonna watch it really do they, they spoil their own show they spoil their own show they spoil their own oh show my God. You, you'll sit there and be like oh that looks really cool that one guy i know is like hanging off a building and then you're like watching. You figure out when that is. Yeah. That person goes into the elimination and you're like, well, they can't be eliminated because I just saw them hanging off a building three weeks ago in a trailer. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. they're not losing tonight. Yeah. So if you if you can like remember things like that, the, those little trailers or the next week on dangerous ground, dangerous ground. Since we're I will to avoid at all costs. I mean, when I was watching it again, I still had no idea who these people were. Yeah. So. <laughs> So I, I don't think I could recall a single bit, but that's a good call. I will not do it anymore. Before we get into any specifics about the episode, we were, we're just speaking in general. So in, in just in general, was there anybody that stuck out to you where you're like, oh, I'm already, I'm already a fan of this person? And was there anybody that you were like, I don't know who this person is, but I would like them to leave already? Do Where do we start? I, wherever you would like. <laughs> I'm going to start with positives. Before I get into anything, I love everybody. Everybody's a good person. Please don't cancel me. Please, God, don't cancel me. Don't cancel her in her first episode, everybody. Like, <laughs> just give her a couple weeks, and then you can cancel her if you'd like. But also, like, let me know if you're going to cancel her so I can like find another Yeah, we got to find a new host. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here's the thing. I feel like we're very like in tune on certain things, and I really hope... One of these positives is the same person I'm thinking of. Okay. Because I have not been excited for somebody 
on the show in a long time as much as I'm excited for this person. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. We'll see okay. who your list is. I know for those of you at home who cannot see what happened, she made a very detailed list here, <laughs> taking all the photos of all the competitors, and she's built a Google Doc sheet. And they're full names. Full names. The image is right from MTV's site. It is fantastic. I'm so bad with names. I'm so bad with names. Oh, I don't remember most of these people anyway. There was a few that I remember. But well, that's good. I'm glad that you have the Google Sheets open, too. I have too. the Google Sheet open, I can open see your well. icon. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I think I'm a mysterious hamster or something like that. Yes, for all those yes, you are. Who know Google Doc <laughs> sheets? All right, let's hear. Let's hear your people. Okay, so I'm going to start with the women. And I'm going to do positives and negatives, and that or, or not positives and negatives. I'm going to start with the women and do the women I like and the women that currently I'm not a big fan of. Got we'll it. phrase it that way. Okay. And then we'll go to the men. So, Casey. Yep. I mean, f- finals. Yes radiates it radiates it this girl was made for this show you are 100 percent correct she was there the last two years did she come close the last Uh, time last well she was in the finals the last two seasons so it takes a lot to get to the final she came in second for the girls two years ago and then i believe she uh blew her acl out last year on the top of the mountain damn yeah she heard her knee pop they were in the lead knee popped game over that was that's another thing i want to talk about is has someone died on this show yet because like yet. They... Uh, we've had a lot of injuries i mean we saw a guy basically dislocate his elbow at the end of this episode oh uh-huh. i did not love that <laughs> didn't love it okay so casey big big fan um i love big t oh of course you do She's great. I love her. I love her accent. I love everything about her. She is great. I will send you one of the best clips of all time uh, that involves Big T. I'll send it to you later in the show. But involves, oh, please. Involves cotton cotton balls. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Where does she shove them? Well, you know, I know she shoves them somewhere. We will find out later. <laughs> okay, moving on. And again, correct me if I'm wrong with these with these spellings, bur or pronunciations. Berna. Berna, okay. Berna, I think that she's a dark horse. She's partnered with CT currently, correct? I believe so. Yes. I, you know, I might be wrong on some of these partnerships as well because everything blow blew up. Yeah, I'll make a list. I'll make that list next time. I'll make another Google Doc sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll make another Google Doc. Um. I like her. I think that she's going to be really sneaky okay. and good with like mental games with the other girls. A lot of these girls seem a little mentally weak. They can, uh, okay, we'll see. Yeah, you never know. You know, I bet that might be some of their gameplay, but like I don't know. We can get into it more later. I believe she was the one who was in the like the circus for like when she was 6 and I was like Yes, they did. He, yeah, CT made some joke about her being like a circus girl. Very European of you, joining the circus at six. Way to, way to represent <laughs> Europe. I think she's seen shit, and I think she's going to be a dark horse in this. I think that she's going to lay low because she's a rookie. And she was on Survivor Turkey as well. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bettina, correct? I like her. She's a fun little comic relief for me. I don't know how far she's going to go in like the actual challenge side of it, but the entertainment side of it, 
love it. Um, and that's about it for the girls that I love. Esther, Esther. I like her. I don't dislike her. I don't have anything. I'm not. I'm. I'm indifferent on her. Same with Priscilla, Tatch, Tatcha, Tracy. Indifferent. Everyone else, I'm pretty indifferent about, except. Oh boy. First off, on my current dislikes, Ashley. Oh, I knew that was coming. What is happening there? Other than like two marbles rolling around, what else is happening there? Um, she's she's won two seasons. I can tell you that she's won. She is very manipulative. She is an absolute snake. Oh, she, I can see that. That's what I wrote. I wrote snake. I wrote Ashley Snake. She knows what she's doing. Uh, I also on, said that she's a pick me girl. She gives mm, me pick me girl vibe. She. I, her first season, she won. That was like um, there was a guy winner and a girl winner. Her first season, um, okay. so she won for the the ladies side, and then mm-hmm. another season she came in like halfway through with this guy Hunter. Uh, they okay. won the season. Like I, I don't. Con- I mean, yeah, she won, but they came in like halfway through. They won. She didn't eat any of the food at the final. Hunter ate a lot of the food at the final. They had a very uh, tumultuous relationship. Let's just say that Hunter might have been uh, tried to been canceled a couple times uh, due okay. to his action on the show. And so uh, they won the show, which means they won a million dollars. Well, they each won half half a million dollars. But the twist was you could steal your partner's money if you like were the first one to finish out of your team. And she did exactly that. She stole half a million dollars from him. Honestly, I respect that. I like her more from that story. But she will always threaten to quit and go home. Ugh. I hate that shit. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I think she's going to just annoy me the whole time. Like, her decision-making skills so far. I, I'm, I'm exposing something I'm going to talk about later, but that guy she is with, Nelson, awful. Awful. Nelson, like the guy that she's hooking up with, or her partner? Yes. Nelson, the guy she's hooking up with. Nellie T. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I just it just I wrote down that they they're the perfect couple. Let's get to it. You've already said it, so let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Nellie T. Okay, let's get into it. So Nellie T, old school guy on the challenge, old school guy on the challenge, has been around for a while. Um has had highs and lows on this show, as all of you at home know. He was he was like a great guy when he he literally sacrificed himself for Corey, which is his best friend in the world. He threw himself into an elimination, so Corey had a chance to go to the final because Corey's got kids. I don't know if you know that at home. Basically, Mixie, there was a whole season where Corey talked about that he has kids at home, and they mentioned it like every five seconds. <laughs> so, like the whole joke is that we don't know Corey has kids. Um, uh, just just a quick quick question. Is it he has kids so he can't go up for elimination? Well, he was going to get to the final if Isn't he one of the best? Why would you need your best friend to go shoot himself in the foot? See, this is what I'm saying. This guy doesn't make <laughs> smart decisions. He's just doing shit to just like be on the show and make sure he's getting screen time. I'm telling you, this guy is not smart. This the fight that he's having with Fessy First of all, I wrote down so many times how much I didn't care about it just because I, I really dislike this Nelson guy. But it's just, it's so dumb how he's doing it. So, like, okay, 
Devin and Josh had an issue. They worked it out outside of the show, it seemed like, and now they're they're saying that they're going to be friends. Those two are clearly going to turn on each other, right? It's going to happen. You know, I hope they're setting that up. I don't think so, but I would love it to happen. I think that they are. I'm shocked that they're working together. I am shocked. Like, I, I, I'm shocked. It's a smart move. It's a smart move. It gives you as many people on your team as possible so that you can continue through the show and not get put up for elimination, right? True. Nelson has an issue with Fessy. Now, I'm assuming it's a different type of situation. It seems like, yes. Fessy and him were best friends. They were working together. Him. This guy has a lot of best friends. This is the second best friend he has on the show. That's part of the funny issue about the whole situation as well. But yes, Corey, Fessy, and Nelson were working with each other last year. Um, And then Nelson got voted in. Fessy had the opportunity in a hall brawl, which is the best competition there is on the elimination floor. I'm sure you'll see it at some point this year. So Fessy, who is a giant human and used to play football, um, was the one who thought who who had who was in a niece's position this week and could like last year you had to go in to get to the final. You had to go in, win an elimination to be able to go to the final. So Fessy decided, oh, hey, it's a hall brawl. I'm going to go in and earn my skull so I get to go to the final against basically one of my best friends, and he eliminated his best friend, and he kind of, like, they showed him, like, shoving his fingers into his face mask and trying to pull his helmet off, a whole situation. So Nelson obviously Oh, not he good. played a little dirty. Okay. He played a lot dirty. Okay, okay. And then he was like, what's the problem? What's the problem? Which, he's got a point, but... You didn't need to beat Nelson. You could have beat anybody else. You were the biggest, theoretically biggest, strongest guy there. You didn't need to do that against one of your boys. That was the issue. But here's the thing. So Devin and Josh figured their shit out, right? Fessy tries to go figure his shit out with Nelson. Nelson freaks out at him, screams at him, like loses his shit, right? Doesn't it make so much more sense if he was thinking past his just a general, like, immediate emotion and concern? Also, I would think that he would have thought about this moment for a while. (laughs) They're both veterans. They're definitely going to see each other again, most likely on the show. Wouldn't it be smart for him to pretend like he's all good with Fessy, everything's fine and dandy, and then fuck him back over the same way that Fessy did to him? Then he's got another ally that not only... Not only is a, a veteran, it's probably going to be around longer anyways, but he fucked him over, so Fessy feels bad. So Fessy's probably not going to vote him again to prove that everything's cool and, and loyal and shit. But instead of Nelson getting to that point and securing another, you know, safe person, he fucking blows up at him, pisses him, pisses Fessy off. Now they're not going to get along. Plus, now each each of them have their own quote-unquote sides and alliances that don't exist but do. Let me just stop you real quick because I think you're thinking very too logically about these people's processes. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He's not a game player. Of course that's the right fucking idea, Mixie. Of course you should just go, hey, bro, we're good, but you owe me one. And he's like, yeah, I owe you one, maybe two. Cool, I'll take two then. If you're offering two, I'll take the two. But other than that, we're good. Let's work together. We're cool. And then... You get him to owe you one, and then you yes. fuck him over. Of course that's the right yes. idea. But this is why these people are on the fucking show, because they don't do stuff like this. 
They're, they want to they want to just like I'm going to yell to prove my point after I've been drinking a little bit because obviously situations end much better that way. And, and we're here where we are. We're here where we are. So Nelly, Nelson is not one of your favorites so far is what you're telling me out of the men's side. I mean, everything that he's doing is so emotional. And it's like, homie, there's a million dollars up for grabs, or I guess nine hundred thousand or whatever. Are you saying Nelson is 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 giving you Greg vibes, Bachelor Greg vibes? I wouldn't even say. Well, Greg Greg <laughs> was playing shy. This guy's just playing like the opposite of shy. He's just so he's not thinking about anything <laughs> he's doing or saying in any way, shape, or form. That seems about right. The more you get to know Nelson, the more you'll understand. Oh, this is this tracks. This tracks. This this show just seems like it's so calculated, and it seems like the people that do well are calculated. It kind of seems like Nelson just tells everybody he's their best friend to see how long he can stay. That's not a very good strategy. He's got the the issue is he's got Corey. Corey is literally his best friend. So and Corey is usually pretty good. So again, they usually ride together. So if you vote for Nelson, you're kind of voting for Corey. And then so so it goes. And again, like there's more rookies this year than there has been in a very long time. So usually there's some factions of the house that automatically split away. And there are lesser people on those factions that people want to take out. So it doesn't usually become much of an issue. But who else do you have on your men's sheet there? I really like Corey Lay. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a dark horse as well. He proved himself in the elimination round. I mean, he carried that whole situation. So, um, and you know, he got he got fucked over by being put up in the first place. Again, what was that logic? I didn't. I didn't understand that at all. Loved it. Welcome to the challenge. <laughs> Sometimes, Mixie again. You were saying logic comes in in these people's <laughs> minds. You need to forget. You need to forget about all of that. I know. Not right. a lot of stuff makes sense on this show. In and and it's it, it's good that way, but it also is having the effect it's having on you right now, which is just like, <laughs> what the fuck are these people doing? There's no thought process. I just I don't understand. But he seems smart. Corey seems like he would be smart and play well. You know who doesn't seem smart, and I'm surprised he even made it past the first week. I, I, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. If you were about to shit on my guy right now. No. If you were about to shit on my guy. No. Who is an absolute star of this show, tread carefully. Who are you about to say? No, I was. I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. I, I feel the most connected to this person. I don't think he's going to do well in the show at all, but he might be my favorite person in the cast. Okay, okay, I like this conversation, and I feel like you're going to say the same person as me. And I'm getting, I'm getting ready with a fucking air horn. If you, if you deliver this person, I'm going to play the fucking air horn. So deliver it to me. Tell me who it is. Oh man, I'm so stressed. Gabo. Yes, Gabo. Yes. Yes. Okay, everything he said, I was like sitting there like, same, same. He would sit there and be like, I have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, same, dude. Gabo, let's just talk about Gabo now. Gabo is television gold. Amazing, yes. 
gold. You guys, he's had some of the best. Like, we're, we're going to get to our quotes of the week later. I have his one-liners, too. Which, which are going to be basically Gabo and, like, one other person. Gabo will be all of my quotes of the week, for sure. Let me tell you, Gabo has done so many things already. That I'm just like, I, I, I've never watched any of these other shows that these people are on. Same. I same. have to go find his television show. I have to go find Warsaw Shore. Because you're telling me Gabo was on like the Polish version of Jersey Shore and I can't watch that? Um, get the fuck out of here. I need to be watching it right now. I shouldn't even be recording this podcast. I should be watching Warsaw Shore. If Gabo was on it. I need I need more Gabo in my life. I as soon as he's eliminated, I'm following him on Instagram. He's definitely getting a follow. <laughs> Gabo looking at the TV screen when TJ Lavin is on, and TJ Lavin leaves the screen, and Gabo goes, "Who was that?" I know, and I was like, "Same dude." I had to look up his name too. Gabo. <laughs> Gabo was just everywhere for me in this episode. He, he made, he made, he said something when they were pulling up to the, when they got out to the house. Yeah. He said this when they got out to the house. This house looks like a big porn mansion. Yeah, he did. He certainly did. Which <laughs> I believe means Gabo has been to a Polish porn mansion before. Gabo lives in a Polish porn mansion. That's actually the he much better straight thing. Up, he straight up said that he picked his partner because she had a pretty face he doesn't give a fuck he did say that he he gives zero fucks and let me tell you i know sometimes our listeners don't think the same way we do let me just say this. yes if you're if you're listening at, if you're listening at home in the car at work whatever you're doing first of all hi thank you thank you for listening appreciate your time if you don't like gabo why do you like us why do you like this podcast because it it's blowing my mind that you can't like Gabo. He was made for reality television. As soon as he's done with this, I want him on Love Island. Ugh. Was he on Love Island for his stuff? Or? No, that was another guy. Oh, okay. But I need so I need a Gabo standalone show. Like, can you imagine? Hold on, Bachelor just pitch. Oh, Gabo the Bachelor. Gabo the Bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise, but it's just Gabo. How about the surreal life with Gabo? And he's just oh, traveling around the United shit. States doing United States jobs, just saying gabo things. Oh, oh, Steven. Like, like. Beautiful idea. Like, could you imagine, like, gabo in Los Angeles, like, just like working <laughs> down at, like, the fucking boardwalk or something like that in Venice? Oh, man. Like, like give me gabo on a farm in Texas dealing with longhorns. Give me um, Gabo, yes. like, like being at a ski lounge and being like the the guy at the ski resort who's got to like deal with the the ski lift <laughs> tickets. Like, I want to see Gabo doing anything possible. Give me Gabo in South Carolina. Like, talk about two different worlds. I would watch a live stream of Gabo grocery shopping. <laughs> what what is this? He doesn't know what anything <laughs> is. It's absolutely fascinating. I love it so much. I'm sure. Yeah, he said he said who's that guy on the TV screen? Oh, God. It might be called Gabo's quotes of the week by the end of this TV show. Yeah, it, it really it yeah. <laughs> it very it very well could be. He was really just an absolute gem during this whole thing. I'm so glad you said to, that. Yeah. Oh, just a gem. You know, as we're talking about other people, Logan, I really liked. I think he's going to do well. Mm-hmm. 
I loved Kells. Kells was great. I love both of those. Those are great examples. And also Logan, like I think Anissa, who has not historically done well in the show, she's been on for like 50 seasons, has never won a season. I remember her. Yeah. She has never won because people give her shit that she's not in shape and she can't complete things. She doesn't have endurance. Logan is the perfect partner for her. I hope nobody steals him from her because like he was even like I know and he's got like the the whole accent thing that you know I'm uh-huh. I I'm known for trying to do accents on this show so I I am the south of Spain I south of Spain Spain I mean I'm there I'm, I'm there right now I I, I Logan uh, no. yeah I gotta work on it I gotta work on it it's not as good as my Kyle or my Bear but we can't do Bear anymore because Bear's Bear's been canceled he's he's I think he's in jail so we can't we can't we can't do oh. Bear anymore um. But but I love it. There's there's so many new people that I find interesting and fascinating. I think all the new guys have something interesting to them. Uh, Kells was devastated at the end. It was like like somebody had took his dog away from him when uh, yeah when, when poor Tori was stolen from him. Uh huh. Um, and we'll we'll get to that little twist a little bit later. But um, and also Huey, uh, I'm enjoying already. Him and Ashley will probably have a murder suicide at some point on yes. the show. They will yes. actually stab each other. Um, it will be the, 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 you asked earlier, has anybody died on the show? This season, Ashley and, <laughs> and Huey murder each other at the same point in time. So, yeah, they're going to, they're going to, if they stay together as a team, they're going to implode. It's yeah. going to be bad. Yeah. So let's uh, kind of work our way through the episode as people show up here um, to the house, okay. which is an absolute okay. monster of a house. Great house this year. I think Devin said in his Wild interview, it's one of the best houses they've ever had, if not the best house. Uh, he did say the food was awful, so it's a give and take. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. Our boy CT is looking fucking good. He looked amazing. And again, I remember him from forever ago. Yeah. But like he looks exactly the same as I remember him, and I know, like I said, that was forever ago. So I'm I'm very impressed with him. Here's the thing: he didn't look this way until this season again. Like, yeah, they they mentioned that in the episode. He went dad bod for for a bunch of years, and he still won two. I was gonna uh, say he still won. <laughs> he still won two shows while having the dad bod. But I think the dad bod caught up to him. Um, even though he won last year, still having like a medium dad bod, if you will, like a, a mid bod. Uh, but he is back and better than ever and looks the old way. And let me tell you, I, I just, just an absolute specimen of a human. Just, just what yeah. a wonderful TV uh, person. I'm excited to see him work again. Yeah. I remember him always being just a, it, it's, it's always guaranteed. It's always a guaranteed good time. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't fight anymore. He doesn't rip people's heads off and punches people in the face anymore. I think there's enough people in this house that'll do that. <laughs> what I like about him is his like TV persona has changed from the I'm gonna rip your head off with the mumble. I'm gonna rip your head off. That was I mean mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Um, to <laughs> more of a meme machine, a gif maker, if you will. He does a lot of Jim uh, from the office, like looks at the camera once things happen. So I'm excited to see what he brings for us this year. And also, speaking about one of your favorites, Casey is single this season. And Casey, Casey Clark, you're one of your oh, your original favorite. 
She was with this n- nanny girl. They don't seem very single to me. Um, well, she came into the season single. The past few seasons, she's been with somebody coming in. And last year, Nani, was it last year or the year before? It was probably both seasons. Nani was like <laughs> wanting some of that KC candy. And we were like, she's got a girl at home. Like, this is getting under danger territory. Casey was kind of being like a little like, like there was too close of cuddling that was happening. And now uh-huh. we find out she's single, quote unquote. And immediately I was like, oh, Nani, congratulations. This is this is all you wanted, Nani. So Nani's, Nani's been going after Casey for a while. Yeah. she Now she was just like, I, I feel something about her. There's this electric energy. Exactly the same stuff she said this. But now she's like actually has the opportunity. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy for both of them because Nani has not done historically well on this show in terms of the competition. I like her. Final. I'm pretty indifferent on her. She seems like a good, just a good person. She has bad luck in like the men she has chosen on the show. I think two seasons in a row, she picked a guy who went home in like the first week. It was just yeah. devastating. Um, but yeah, very, very, uh, very happy for Nani. And um, our girl Tori is back this season, uh, Tori Deal, and we find out that... I like her. You know, her and Fessy uh, hooked up when they went to Turks and Caicos because somebody caught them at the resort. They're like, oh, we're in Turks and Caicos. There'll be no... Nobody who is here will be a challenge fan. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. Somebody took a photo of them at a bar and went online and went on oh, Reddit and went everywhere and people man. were like, oh... There's nothing going on between them, but they happen to be on a holiday, and they hooked up, and Toy was like, yep, that's that's enough of that. I'm good with that. Yeah, she seemed very much like she was not going to go back and hit that a second time. I, I'm very, I would like to know more detail about what happened, because oh, yeah. clearly, because he, he very much was like, you know, he was the one that said, oh, we're better off, as, we figured out we're better off yeah. as friends. And she was like, oh, we are never fucking again. Like, no fucking way are we ever doing this again. Even on this TV show that basically is, like, kind of set up for you to do that, she was like, yeah, no. Yeah, uh-huh. No. Well, I don't blame her. There's so many foreign guys, like Kyle. I know Kyle has a girlfriend that he knocked up. He could continuously mentioned that. Kyle, amazing. Big fan of Kyle. I love that you love Kyle already. I, man, I'm so happy you said that. I love Kyle to death. He is a just a quote <laughs> machine as well. Um, but I'm I should have known we were going to agree on all this. Obviously, stuff. <laughs> um, Kyle from back in the day. I, I'm going to send you a photo mm-hmm. um, of Kyle from back in the day, and I just want you to look at it, and then I okay. want you to be. I want you to think: Is this Kyle, or am I like? Am I, me? am I lying to you? So I'm, I'm going to text it to you now. Okay, okay, okay. I will say, yeah. when he got on the screen, he would, like, smile, and it would, like, knock me backwards because his teeth were so white. So white. They were unnecessarily white. Okay, I'm opening this picture. Oh. Oh, no. Kyle has uh, transformed himself, if you will. Uh, and I mean, another thank one God. that I just sent as well. I mean, honestly, thank God. Oh. oh, he got, I mean, yeah, he definitely got plastic surgery. <laughs> definitely. I mean, but like, who's your doctor? You did. He did a great job. He did a phenomenal <laughs> job. And and he's just he a very great. happy he guy. He looks great. 
he is very very funny so i'm i'm glad you like kyle kyle got his as he told us he got his girlfriend pregnant um, yes she is she is very gorgeous as well as i'm sure you can imagine was she was she a challenge girl she was or? not a challenge girl no i think okay. she, she might be like a uk like uh influencer type person but yeah i don't, I don't obviously know yeah uh another another person i already mentioned him huey um is there and he he just he, early on i was like well this this guy's gonna be just just great and yeah. then when we saw him get partnered up with ashley i was like oh who do I pay for this? <laughs> do I have to? Do, who am I paying for this extra delicious, uh, delicious stuff there? Yeah, yeah, that partnership was an interesting choice for sure. Um, I, I don't think, like you said, I think they're gonna kill each other. I don't oh, think yeah. that they're gonna make it far because they're just gonna murder each other. One of them is gonna turn on the other one immediately. As soon as the first opportunity arises, they'll they'll leave. Yeah, one one hundred percent there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we met a, like a lot of other people in the car, but like I don't have enough stuff to go on them yet. Like I I love that we like Esther was in the car with Tasha or Tasha Tasha. We don't know. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I will say I did want to make a comment yep. on Emmy. Oh, oh yeah. Go go ahead fucking horrifies me like i would i would if i ran into her and she tried to fight me i would give her everything that i had on my person i would venmo her my entire bank account i would give her whatever she wanted like i she is scary you mean the she the european me. version of harley quinn didn't just scared you Oh that was the my first God. thing I she thought was... of is like this is the Euro Harley Quinn. And, That's a really good point. She is. And I was just like, oh, did did all of a sudden they change to a movie in the middle of this? Because I thought she was like a a character from a movie. She did. Yeah, no, she like but I can tell that's who she authentically is and like good for her. Yeah. I, I've always I've always wanted people to be scared of me, but like honestly, <laughs> I don't think that I could ever touch the level of of scared Ooh. that people must be when they Ooh, meet, like come up in contact with her. If I was one of the guys, she would be one of my first picks. I know she's a rookie, yeah. but she would she would lose all of her limbs before she gave up on something. Oh, 100%. She would just be like walking as like a torso, like yes. just dragging yeah. herself as a torso, uh -huh. like a yep. little snake or an earthworm. And it's like, you know, like the sketch... Uh, um. Uh, people are thinking about it right now. Before I can even say it, Monty Python. Like, oh, t <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Your leg, your bleeding legs off. <laughs> Cuts <laughs> yeah. off both of his arms. You got one arm. You got one leg. Yeah, you giving up. So yeah, Emmy <laughs> is terrifying and in like a good way, but also like I'm excited to see what she does. I, I'm afraid like at some point I'm gonna have a nightmare about Emmy just following me in a dark hallway. Oh uh, yeah, I will wake up just sweating profusely. Yeah, I could definitely. I could also see that. Unfortunately, I uh, I'm excited to see how she does. It does seem like in general that they're trying to knock out the rookies, but the rookies have the numbers, so they do. I, yeah. I'm curious to see how that happens. And you know, all the veterans were talking about how they're all going to stick together this time. They're not going to do that. No way. Never happens. They they're not going to do that. I honestly think that there's going to be more rookies in the final because then there are veterans because they're going to that Michaela, she screwed herself. She did this to herself. Yeah. But like, if as long as these rookies lay low, 
I think that these veterans are going to shoot each other off, especially because, again, they're like fighting over stuff from the last season. Yeah. This Nelson and Fessy thing's going to come to a head real quick. <laughs> real quick. Well, see, here's the other thing. So, like, when you – this is one of the issues that I had. One mm-hmm. of the issues that I had was now that everybody was in the house, they took the American team out – um, and then they brought the Europeans in. They have them do that. The logs come in. Um, yeah. Gabo finds the logs and thinks that maybe he's signing a contract to be on TV at that point. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> but my boy Nam, uh, who shortly lived on the show, I love you, yeah. Nam. That hurt. I, he seemed great. I was so excited to see him. <sighs> Nam is the best. He got He got set up with Lolo Jones last year, and Nam is just... Nam's great. He got injured last year. His back, he started having back spasms. I thought this was going to be Nam's year. Uh, Unfortunately, Nam allegedly got the Rona and production shut down for a while. Wow. So production shut down for a little while, tested everybody, and then they got back up and going. So that's allegedly what happened as he got the Rona uh, somehow. But here we are. I hope Nam Nam comes back. He, He has deserved another show at this point. But anyway, they're in there, and you have what amounts to, at that point, you have um, Nam, so that's one. Mm-hmm. You also had Kyle in there, and you had Big T. So you had three quarter, uh, You had three veterans of the European team, yeah. and then you had all these other new ladies and gentlemen, and then they're like, oh, you're going to pick the partner at the when you go free them. Yeah, I was interested about that, too. Is this normally how they do it? Like, you have to do, win a challenge or something to be able to pick? Is no, it... it's it's usually a little different each year. So not okay. each year is the same. So, you know, sometimes it's big teams, like UK versus US, and it's just, mm-hmm. like, decided right then. Sometimes they'll have the first challenge, and whoever wins the first challenge, whatever it might be, it might be, like, a endurance thing and then build a puzzle – and then you get to basically pick a uh, member of the opposite sex to be your teammate, and they'll go down the list that way. Kind of very elementary school um, uh, style of picking. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's random. You'll pull a name out. But every year it's a little different. So I like this idea, but my problem was you had three people who already had advanced knowledge of the people, and then you had like, I don't know, 10 other people yeah. who had no idea and of course, being smart, Kyle was just like trying to throw everybody off the scent and say mm-hmm. Nam and Big T was doing the same thing, which was smart. And those people thought they were getting real information when they weren't. Yeah, I know. I, I noticed that too. Because I was, I, Kyle, Kyle, I like him a lot. But I, the, one of the things I like about him is I could tell he's sneaky. Oh. But it's like, yeah. it's funny how he's sneaky, so I'll allow it. I like it. It's a good time. But yeah, I, I, and you know, and people, God, God love his soul, but Gabo like fully believed everything that was happening and that they were saying, you know, just, just blindly nodding his head. Doesn't even know the host of the show, much less what's going on. (laughs) Which is true because then you have like three or four people that are on the American team that like when they look in the little book, there's no information about them as a challenger. So like, Uh uh-huh. I mean, if you don't really know who these people are, like, if I'm a guy, my fr- I'm going for Michelle immediately. Like, Really? Yeah. 
Interesting. I'm I I'd probably go I'd be going like again, I'm going to look at this cast real quick. I mean, Tori's going to be up there. Um as much Casey, as I hate Ashley, I'm going to be up there. Yeah, Ash Casey's going to be very close up there as well. Um Casey and Michelle are probably a 1A 1B. I might put Casey a little higher cuz she's got the experience. But like let's again I went into it a little bit, and yeah. like Michelle is an absolute monster on these t- television shows. I'm sure she is. I'm she sure she won is. her season of Survivor, and then Winners at War, which was the show last year, which is basically they got all the winners of the show back together. Okay. She came in third on that season, and like. People know how you play at that point. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Like, she's, I think, and we saw her in the elimination this time. And she. she yeah, that was crazy. And so, I mean, I, let's not sleep on her. I think she's got a really good chance of these things as well. But the problem is with this show sometimes, uh, and as everybody knows this, you, like, we had Lolo Jones on last year. Yeah. Olympian Lolo Jones in uh-huh. the Summer and Winter Olympics. She couldn't win a daily challenge to save her life. And she was paired with Nam, who was, an, who was on Beastmaster, which is like the European version of like Ninja Warrior. That Nam, I'm sad I don't get to see him play. He seems like he would be really Nam great. and Nam's torso is not something to be missed. Shirtless <laughs> Nam is not something to be missed. Oh, I'm so sad. You're very sad. You missed out on that. And that German <laughs> accent, just it's just lovely. Ugh. But so sometimes you just don't really know how the game is going to work. And I think that's the great but also like strange thing about this show is that mm-hmm. like at the daily challenge this week, it was like everybody just runs. So you have to have the endurance. Who's going to get there first? Then you're going to mash the bash yep. the blocks. And then like everybody could tell him like there's numbers and things in the block. Obviously, yeah, I saw that immediately. Um, it's immediately. a code for a puzzle. And then like surprisingly... Again, she did this last year with Fessy when Fessy was her partner for the first episode last year. Anissa won because she's got the veteran experience. She knew there was going to be something with that. And she got the thing undone and and went. How did you think, like, this is your first daily challenge that you've seen? Mm -hmm. What did you think just in general about the first daily challenge? It was very interesting. You know, I was, I was... Again, I was expecting a little bit more. I was a, I was a bit confused. Mm-hmm. So they were um, locked up to the cinder blocks. Yeah. And then there was a safe inside of the cinder blocks. That is, the uh, it was on the side of it. But the chain was attached to, this, this to the safe. safe through the cinder blocks. Okay. Why was it that... A bunch of different times, I would see, especially Corey. Corey, um, I know they. There's two Corey. Yep. Corey W. Yep. The veteran Corey. He was like going in on one corner, and then he'd stop and move to the other corner. And I'm sitting there like, dude, go one side. Why are you spinning around this block? <laughs> Did they have to like get rid of all of the sides? I, I think they needed to. You had to get the chain out of the blocks they couldn't have like they couldn't drag a block with it so it looked like the chain went through the middle of the pile yeah but on one side no it went like through the other side as well 
So like you oh, ha- it okay, went like okay, out the okay. other side and then back in on the other side and then down and around kind of like a big like uh, hallway or a staircase, you know. So it was it was it was confusing in a way because they usually set that up a little bit better. You know, Nelson tried to set it up. He did. <laughs> and you know, again, just I, I, I don't know why I dislike this man so much. I, I wrote down Nelson being Captain Obvious because he <laughs> was standing there and he goes, I see them running with hammers and then I see that there's a key on them. And then I look down and I'm like, I'm locked up. They can unlock me. Like, no shit, dude. That's not what I need explained. Like, how did you get here? How long have you been here? Like, do you know these people that are running down here? Do you want to, like, have a conversation with them before you're just like, yeah, let's do this? Also, none of them even were like, I don't want you. You know what I mean? None of them turned somebody away. Well, CT CT was trying to hide. He did try to hide. Because, like, this was his issue last year. He got a little in trouble at the beginning when they were picking partners, which was literally a free-for-all last year. It's just like, oh, "Uh, pick a partner and go. Um he knows the importance of having a good partner and how having a bad partner can immediately weigh you down and put a target on your back. Um, uh-huh. and that- but he didn't turn anybody away. He was hiding. But he didn't turn anyone away. No one turned anyone away, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that, like, I wonder if like somebody came out and I just looked at them and I just like pulled the lock to me and I'm like, no, thanks. Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted I wanted someone to look someone dead in the eyes and been like, "Nah, I don't I don't think you're a good one." Thanks. I'll I'll wait. What do you bench? Uh, <laughs> I don't bench. Cool. Next. Thank you. We could have turned it into next uh, on MTV. Next, please. So funny. But it was it was a confusing daily challenge just in general because we usually get a little bit more explanation. Yeah, it didn't really make sense to me. And and like going back, they didn't sh- they didn't show like the what was specifically needed on those blocks is there were so many characters on the block. So I think that was just a little bit, but there usually it's more very clear cut. What is going on? Just hold on to the rope mm-hmm. longer as this helicopter carries you over a pot, you know, flaming water and stuff like that. Like they're going to like the yeah. challenges are going to get crazier and crazier as Devin said in his interview, but mm-hmm. uh, Huey and Ashley, were easily my favorite part of this like 30 <laughs> minutes of this show oh the fighting of that was just it, it was again it, it, it felt like i was watching two 13 year old girls like <laughs> are you about who stole each other's pair of jeans you know what i mean mm-hmm. they were just like finger pointing at each other over stupid things that they both fucked up yes like that is a team challenge what happened right there was a team challenge that was you, you couldn't depend on one person to carry you through that. You had to work as a team for that. And exactly, again, back to the point we made earlier, they're going to murder each other. They will not work together. They're way too similar. They're just way too similar. I honestly thought Ashley would quit right there because, you know, she's known for quitting. I thought she would be like, that's it. I'm going to go home. They got me. I thought that they were ta- that they were kicked off. Like, I really thought they were kicked off. I wrote in there and I, I wrote on my notes. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Karma's a bitch. They're gone already. <laughs> and then I wrote over it, lie. <laughs> There's another lie. There's another lie on spies, lies, and allies. That's the fourth time. No big deal. Um, we should have a running count of this season for anybody who wants to do that at home. 
if you have a running. He counter. hasn't messed up yet. I, I'm avoiding the title aggressively because I know <laughs> I won't be able to do it. Best of the best. The best ever to do it. <laughs> best ever to do it. Just avoid it. <laughs> just avoid it, everybody else. Avoid it. <laughs> just avoid it. You're just asking for trouble until you come to the master. Spies, lies, and allies. See, I did it again. 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 He's undefeated. For those of you keeping track at home, five. Um. I thought they were going to be eliminated as well because they haven't done that in a while. We're like, oh, uh, you didn't finish the first one. You were out. There's so many of them. I was so excited. I was like, thank God. At least two of these people are going to go. <laughs> get, get them out of here. Get them out. We got to start going. And Huey was like, oh, I don't want to be eliminated this early. And I was like, they're not going to eliminate you early. And then I was like, oh, he just said it. They're going to eliminate him early. <laughs> I was like, keep your mouth shut, bro. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. And Ashley, like TJ does that. TJ loves to do that, especially like in the elimination where it's like, for, where it's like, oh, today is going to be a big day for the guys. And everybody's like, oh, it's a guy's elimination. And then he goes, because you're going to have to watch your female competitor go. And I'm like, oh, TJ, you got us again. <laughs> do you think he makes those decisions like just in the spur of the moment? That they're going to go home? That like, like. Or how he says he it. Just, yeah, how he says it. Like, could it? Could he have been like, ah, actually, you're eliminated. Like, does he have that power? Uh, he's not a producer, so he's not a producer. Okay, so he's just he's just a uh, a pawn in the game. He is a pawn in the uh, yes, in the uh, challenge gods. Sorry, sorry. He is the handler. Can we talk about that? Yeah, get that get that through your head. This is year two of him being a handler. Everybody needs Sorry, to this is the second year they've done handler? Oh my god. Call him the boss. Call him literally a handler has like such an awful just like connotation in my mind. Yeah. I just feel like it's really messed up. I mean, they're leaning into the whole spies, lies, and allies. Again, number six. Again, no boss. Big oh, no big deal. Watching it so far. Again, though, like spies, lies, and allies once right away. Wow. Look at you. That could have been the boss. Like he could have been the boss. I, I, I'm just very adamant on the fact that I wrote handler in all caps and underlined it because I couldn't believe I saw that. And then I rewound it to make sure I understood that correctly because, again, it's a little hard to understand him because the music is so aggressive. And he's standing next to like the ocean waves. I can't hear him ever. Oh man, it's it's, it's good. It's really really good. Also, um, I really enjoyed that they were already setting up Tori and Kells. Like they're playing pool and like. Oh yeah. Kells is mm-hmm. like a very handsome dude, and he's got like the the swagger, and he's got the accent, and I believe he came from Love Island. No. He came from Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I do think that that show, uh, people would be surprised. I do think that out of all of, like, the love shows, you know, I think Too Hot to Handle would probably take the most strength. Okay. Okay. Physical strength to not fuck someone. Oh, that's right, because the whole idea is, like... Yeah, they can't touch each other. They can't even masturbate. You lose money, right? Yeah, I mean, that, I think that takes some mental toughness to be able to deal with that. I mean, Francesca was on his season. I think she's one of the most beautiful people to walk on the face of the earth. And they basically told her, hey, we need you to, like, hold off 
like doing what we're supposed to do as animals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're surrounded by other people at your hotness level who also just want to bang, uh-huh. um, you know, don't do that and we'll give you money. And they were like, nah, that's not enough yeah. money, even though it's a yeah. lot of money. We're still going to mm-hmm. do it. We could do it when we're off the show, but what? no. <laughs> Why would we do that? Look at the house we're in. And they, they were they were setting them up, and I love it. Love to see it. Rooting for her to get some love after her broken engagement with maybe a top three player of all time on the show. Oh, wow. She, she was engaged to uh, Jordan, who was a uh, multi-champion of this show. Um, maybe one of the best. He's definitely top three. Do you know what happened? Can I get the tea? We don't. We don't really know. It was a quarantine breakup. She she was on Chicks in the Office actually. So oh really? You, you can go listen to the interview there where she kind of described, you know, how everything kind of caved in on itself. But she got engaged uh-huh. like on the show. So oh yeah, kind of a first engagement on the shocked, show. Shocked, shocked that didn't work out. Shocked that it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also shocked that we're doing what we're doing all the time on this show. We've gone back to the old days of rookies versus vets. Um, Very old school way uh, of like, oh, we have to vote off all the rookies before we can go after each other, which, again, you don't have to do. But for the past couple of years, the the vets have been going after each other early on and trying to um, take a shot. Um, they're trying to uh, get out a heavy hitter is another good terminology they use. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're one of these rookie, rookie teams, uh, not good for you at this point. Not, yeah. Not good you for know, you. Getting into that, you know, after uh, Anissa and Logan, they won. They got through that situation. They get back to the house. And we start freaking out about a list. Now, I will say this list gave me the note from Jersey Shore vibes so aggressively. I just kept I just kept hearing Sammy being like, "Who wrote the note? Who wrote the note?" I just kept hearing it in the back of my mind because after, you know, they blamed it on Michaela, right? They said it was her list, which yeah. I guess she did end up saying it was her list. The whole thing was very strange to me. Now, did you follow exactly who brought it up first? It was Emmy, correct? Uh, Emmy went into the room, I believe, when the other people were talking about hearing about something. And she was like, oh, yeah, I was in there and I saw the list. And then she like disappeared into a ghost um, because I believe she can do that as as a as a person. <laughs> Um, yes. and she just lifted off and floated into exactly. space for a little she bit. Turned, everybody turned around and was like, huh? And they looked at each other and they turned back and she was gone. Gone. <laughs> I, some have said Emmy was never really on the show, but just, I, it was everybody's worst nightmare come true in a human person. I do think it was just, it's just a trip in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's just inserting itself into a television show. I mean, I love it. I'm not. I don't hate it. Please don't come and hurt me, Emmy. Yeah. I'm so scared of you. Yeah. Please don't travel over here from Romania, which I think is where you're from, and and murder any of us or haunt our dreams. Please, please don't do that. I can't handle that stress. But the thing that interested me the most about all of this, you know, like I said, it was very the note vibes, and the whole point of the note was like to try to get Sammy to understand that Ronnie was cheating on her with grenade. But this 
didn't seem like it was a bad thing. Like, I don't understand why everybody cares that she had a list of who she trusted and who she didn't. Don't you have a mental list of who you trust and who you well, don't? Well, there, there you go. You said the key word there. Mental? But, like, why does it matter if everybody knows who you trust and who you don't? That's bad for her. These people think it's very paranoid to be in this world, first of all. And then I think second yeah. of all, like, and I think, you know, all, all the people listening understand, like, when you were a rookie on the show, even if you have the numbers, the goal is to do the least amount of rocking possible. Because what you what you're doing, you can't give anybody an excuse to say your name. Yeah, I, I get because that. once your name is thrown out, it's game over. We saw it. It was like immediately over. She even when got the list and was like, hey, I can show you said list. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And showed it to them, and they were all like, oh, look, she's trying to cover now. I'm like, N-. I do think that that list that she showed was the list that she wrote. And if you saw, it was in section, but she didn't have them labeled. Which is the smart thing to do, but also just yes. don't write them down. Like, uh, it was a literal rookie mistake. It was a rookie mistake. It was. I just, I didn't understand. I guess, I guess it makes sense that, like, there wasn't really much else going on, so there wasn't really anyone else with the target on their back so i get why it was such a big deal i just you know if she's gonna expose on a fucking list that she wrote down her feelings about stuff let her fucking do it and fuck herself over you and, know and that's exactly what she did and, she, and then yeah like you were trying to cover and being like it doesn't matter i was just trying to like list out who's partners and it's like yeah but at this point, the narrative's already been written. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You could show me the list, and it could have been like names of your favorite Disney Pixar princesses. It doesn't matter at this point. Everybody thinks it's your like your list of the people you can't trust, which is all part of the game. People get so mm-hmm. paranoid, and it's what we just said. I mean, like again, for people who have watched this show for so long, you know you can't you can't do anything. Like you can't do anything. I'm sure. A lot of listeners right now are sitting there in their car, in their house, or wherever. They're maybe on a treadmill. Who knows? Getting a workout in. Oh, I love it. Hit that incline up a little bit. Yeah. Let's go. Let's push it for a minute. Let's go. Let's push it for one minute. One minute. Let's go. I feel like I'm one of those Peloton instructors now. You're doing great. Yeah, you sound great. Thank you. You Thank sound you. just like him. Yeah, let's go. One minute. Let's stand. Let's go. Let's push. <laughs> let's make it up this hill. Let's make it up this hill. Let's go. You you know, like, you can't do things like this. You just can't give people. And people at home, right, like, they were watching it, and they were like, oh, why would you why would you write anything down? What a stupid move to make. And her bed was made at that point. And yeah. honestly, this couldn't, have got, this couldn't have gone better for, like, the other rookie girls and the rookies in general just to see, oh, okay, uh, I really okay. need to lay low. I really need to lay low and not give anybody any sort of anything to go off of. Totally. Because unlike some of the other shows where, like, maybe you can get some votes on your way, it doesn't matter because you still got to go in and, like, be able to, like, win in that instance. And it, and it, and it didn't happen. The funny thing about this whole situation to me, though, so they said that uh, Michaela, right, was the one that had the note. And then... Anissa, and I forget who else was looking, but multiple people went in her room to try to find it, and they were, like, looking under her pillows and stuff. And I'm like, how dumb do you think this girl is? Obviously, she wasn't the 
best at decision making for writing this note. But you think she's not going to keep it on her person? I think she posted it on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I think she framed it and hung it up. Like she called the Croatian Michaels, whatever the Croatian <laughs> Michaels is, and said, "Hey, I'd like to get this under glass. Can you do this? Like, uh, can this be an overnight framing, please?" I, I mean, like, that killed me when they were digging through her stuff. I'm like, guys, just go talk to her. And she clearly, <laughs> as soon as they addressed it with her, she, her face was, like, full panic. She knew she was fucked. She knew she was done. Done. And you're like, all right, yeah. well, at least I get to go in and maybe, like, win an elimination. Who knows? And her um, poor her poor partner ugh. snapped his elbow, got screwed over. <laughs> He seemed nice. I liked him. Renan or something I don't even like that? remember his name. I don't even have him on the list because I didn't have space. <laughs> Renan? 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 Yeah, maybe something like that. Like, just, yeah, just wrong place, wrong time, man. Sorry about that. Welcome to the challenge. Yeah, that sucks. That really, that really sucks. So now if he came back next season, would he still be a rookie? No. As long as you do a season, you're, you're considered. <laughs> now. You do 24 hours, you're in. 24 hours now you're probably <laughs> at the bottom of the line and we don't really yeah. consider you a vet yet and that's happened with people who have been there like two okay. episodes they come back and they're like it's my second season it's like it's still your first so like again we know this like the hot take mm -hmm. hotties listening know this and this is like information i'm giving to you here mixie is like this fan base very much like the bachelor nation like takes yeah. the show and like you having to like, I, I don't know. It's like a high school club where we have to initiate you in a way. Like mm -hmm. you can't that come. Makes sense. You can't come into this show and be. This is why people had problems with Fessy is they thought he was being too arrogant the first season. And he's like, I'm not arrogant. I'm just this. I'm just that. And he's like, I'm here to like be the new CT, which he said last year, right to CT's face. And he's like, well. You know, I'm still here, so I don't know what you're going to do because I'm still here. <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it? And so, like, you have to pay your dues. And in the in the challenge world, we call it earning your stripes. You got to earn your stripes. And so. Interesting. Some They're of all this, tigers. Yeah. All, all vicious tigers that are about to maul. And zebras. Other. Got it. Tigers and zebras. <laughs> tigers and zebras. Whatever one you pick, you can pick. It's your choice. <laughs> You know, we're all about choices and options here, but you yeah. do have to kind of earn your stripes. People feel um, that you have to kind of pay a price for being on the show. So that's kind of what the rookie movement is, is like trying to do that. But they do have the numbers this year, so it'll be very interesting to see if they can all get together. But the twist at the end, which we'll get to in just a little bit, um, kind of throws that all into a loop. But yeah, can't can't write uh -huh. a list. I mean, you just you just can't write a list. Yeah lists bad notes good write notes to your friends don't write lists yeah write like a little like hi how are you note but not notes with yeah. people's names on it with their with their teammate and maybe dots next to it which are code for something uh-huh i would love to find if like on the back there was like a legend like the key two dots <laughs> means can't trust this bitch further than i can throw her okay let's see i mean i wouldn't put it past her at this point <laughs> that was the other piece of paper she didn't show her it was like the legend <laughs> that was the one that they she hid under the pillow that yeah they she, find. she burned it and threw through the ashes out into the um, so this was your first deliberation that you got to see on the show that was bananas 
Is that how it always goes? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Does it normally get that? Like, I, I mean, it was it was very clearly one sided. Like nobody else was brought up in any way, shape, or form. And you noticed all the people who were not involved, mouth shut, just watching. Uh, yeah, other than laughing, they were definitely laughing at the situation. <laughs> yeah, which it is funny because again, she just she teed herself right up. Well, even more enjoyable than the deliberation, which was absolutely wild, and then Emmy just comes from the fucking top rope with the elbow. Again, amazing. Terrifying. Oh, <laughs> she was like leaning in. and I, If I was the person sitting next to her, I'd be like, just look ahead. Don't make eye contact. Mm-hmm. That's what they tell mm-hmm. you about bears is don't look at them in the eyes. Just if I don't look at Emmy, she can't haunt my dreams forever. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I couldn't even, like, I, I felt like I was in the room because of how aggressive she was being with it. It was just, like, it was so encompassing. Like, she took over that room with her anger. Yeah. And it's very interesting to me that she felt so strongly about it when I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe she was on a bad part of the the list. Probably not. I mean, she is now. If What's her name's writing another list? I know Tori was on a bad part of the list. But that's the only one I really got like a clear where they were at. Tori's a very interesting character on this show, and uh-huh. I, I'm I'm really interested in what the people at home think. Um, are, this might be something that I um, put in as like a little uh, suggestion to comment in the Hot Takes Hotties Facebook page, which you're more than welcome to join. Everybody, head over to Facebook, yeah, come find on the Hot over. Takes Hotties. Come on over. We discussed the show, no spoilers, so it's all good. Every post has to be approved, so don't worry about it. Um, but I'm interested in what people think because there's, there kind of been to seem to be like this thought process that Tori has turned into somebody that you can't trust and is, is kind of a quote unquote bad person on the show. And I don't really specifically know where that has come from. Again, maybe there's a point, but there's so much, you know, information in my head about so many things in the world because obviously like <laughs> it's me right uh-huh. um, so and then so I don't exactly remember but I'm interested in what people think of this turn of where people are, like throwing tour into the bus and which happened last year they were like we can't trust her she's one of the best females on here has she shown anything to say that she's untrustworthy that's the thing I'm trying to think of like we know that like Anissa is her number one pretty much because they do the, you know, they do a smaller podcast than this about the challenge. It's really nothing Ooh. to be mentioned. It's definitely not the official podcast because, you know, no. I mean, you guys, you guys are listening to, the, to that one. You know, to that. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you, you know which one you're listening to right now. <laughs> um, but I don't remember anything about that. And I'm sure somebody's going to comment, oh, how can you not remember that? You're terrible. Delete the podcast. To which I tell you, thanks for the comment and the engagement. Go fuck yourself. We love engagement. <laughs> we love you engaging and helping the podcast by you writing terrible comments about it. Tell me how much you hate me in the comments. Yeah, maybe do it two times. Maybe this do it twice. This girl doesn't know what she's talking about. You are correct. Thanks for the comment. Yeah, maybe like give an emoji, give me a like, and then roast us. Give me two engagement posts there right there. It helps the reach for yes. all of you social media people out there. It helps the reach. That's where the money is. That's where you got to get, get those dollars. <laughs> you gotta, the, 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 All about the bags, baby. 
But this deliberation, man, I, what I enjoyed even more about this was like right at the beginning of it, you saw Michelle, you saw Tommy, and they're like, hey, listen. Yeah. She's she's going to like take us down. And Again, like, very smart, those Survivor people. They're people. very smart. I felt like they were like on Survivor at that point. They were talking like they mm-hmm. were on Survivor. Like they're gonna, mm-hmm. she's going to expose us and take us down. Like we can't. We can't have her. We have to like. We have to cut her loose. And they're like, that's fine. Let's just not say anything, really. And then, like, they're saying stuff. Yep. <laughs> I immediately. Think did, I think they did say, unless we're brought up. And then she did get brought up immediately. And then yeah. just absolutely, they throw her to the wolves as if she is, like, a hated enemy from the beginning of time. Uh-huh. Which I got that vibe from them back in, in their, like, limo entrance situation. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down. I was like, she's either going to break away from these two, Michaela, and be her own thing, or they're going to swallow her whole. And it was option two. It was, it was, <laughs> not, it was like a just, just like a snake that unhinged its jaw and just consumed her. Yeah. It was it was pretty pretty graphic. She it was hard to watch like the the tears welling up in her eyes. She knew it. She knew it. And that poor partner of hers had to just stand there and be like, yep. Mm hmm. <laughs> just. And, and like she's trying to turn it around on like uh, Emmy. And I'm like, be, don't do that. What an awful pick anyone else. Anyone. else? I would have picked somebody on production. I've been like girl standing yep. over there with the ear, earpiece. <laughs> I pick her to go in. We all dislike her now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anybody's names here. But yeah, her like poor partner gets thrown in. So it's her and her partner going into the elimination. We didn't know what it was going to be called this year. They change up the name every year. This year it's called the lair and the music Leading up to it, the <laughs> world is not enough by garb. Just let, just like building, building the dramatics. I loved it so much. It seems like you've been saying the music has been a bit aggressive. Aggressive, yeah, for sure. However, I will say I, the music I'm talking about is like the filler behind music. The score when they have like actual songs, those are good. There yeah. was at one point where they had the All American Rejects. Yeah. Dirty Little Secrets, and that made my night, for sure. And the best part is that MTV still does that thing that they've always done, with where it like pops up on the bottom with that black bar. I was like, the nostalgia overwhelmed me when that happened. I haven't watched MTV in so long. Sorry, MTV. But I haven't. And I was so happy to see that that was still there. Also, Cribs is back, side note. But Is it? Yes! <laughs> Is Rob Deerdeck doing Cribs now? Because that's the only way that anything else is on MTV. Yeah, that's it. I'm sure he's on it. I'm sure he's on it. I believe Rob Deerdeck like bought Viacom because it's his network now, and he just allows the. Ch- that guy is worth so much money. He's from a area of Ohio that's not too far away from where I'm from in Ohio. Yeah, he probably owns that town now too. I I, I wish he owned me. I'd be down for that. <laughs> I love Rob Deerdeck. Ridiculousness is awful. It's awful. Awful. And I guarantee that he would say the same thing. Uh, he knows it. He's there for the back. That man is there for the Printing back. Printing money on that show at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, back to the challenge. No, I mean, you brought up a very good point <laughs> with the music there, that dirty little secret, because this is like when we're seeing all these, like, the coupling up, and then Amanda mm-hmm. with Fessy. Oh, 
my God. Yeah. What a delightful, delightful treat this is. And, you know, maybe foreshadowing a little quote of the week coming up a little bit later with Amanda and Fasty. Who Ooh. knows? But Ooh. Corey catching them from the roof and just laughing. Oh, so that's that's what yeah, I Yeah, that for. was nice. That was really nice. And he's just laughing like, uh-oh, got ya. But they didn't even try to, like, go to a secret place. I think they thought they were in the clear. They had enough alcohol to where they were like, oh, there's something above us. Nobody there will look down. There was at least three different camera angles on the ground alone. <laughs> they were not alone in any way, shape, or form. They did no. not try at all. They did They did not try. And Corey leans over. But, like, this begins. Like, we have Ashley and Nelson, which is absolutely wild for people who, like, know the Ugh. show. Like, what a like what a what a wild combo. Smashly at that point. She was a little drunk. And and basically I, I'm telling you, I thought her nip came out like six times. It was holding on to dear life in that shirt that she had. I was shocked that we didn't get a black bar over that at some point. It was yeah. like maybe they painted it out. I don't know. But it was absolutely wild. And then Michelle is like like Interested in this guy that we have not talked about yet? Yes, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, who, let me just say right now, guys. Or is it Emmanuel? It's whatever he wants it to be. Because, <laughs> again, him and Emmy terrify me. Really? He doesn't scare me as much. I feel like he's a good guy. Listen, I've watched enough like, like Jason Bourne-style movies to know that you think he's a good guy at the beginning of it. But like you're like, oh, he's a reformed tattoo face guy. But he will just stab you multiple times before you can think any anything else. I, I got a sneaky suspicion this guy's going to do very well on the show. I also think he's going to do well. I could see him and Michelle staying on different teams and using each other to like do some shady shit. Yeah, one thousand uh, percent. It's 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 definitely possible. Um, well, I was shocked that actually we won't get. I I, I was going to jump to the what happened at the very end with Michelle. Yeah, we're 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 almost there. But that was like the 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 music has always been good. It always kind of yeah. like sets the tone. Like it it really tells the story in the place they're at. They have always did a good job with that in the past. I feel like five seasons they've taken that up to a next level, and. Um, yeah, so our our teams are figured out. We know who's going to go into liberation. We talked about the Nelson mm-hmm. fight with Fessy, and uh, we're, we're going to go in to the lair, the lair. And the way they walked out to the lair, like <laughs> emerging from the back, holy yeah. shit. The stairs. Whew. I'm sitting on the I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, this is this is a really good episode for so far. I'm really enjoying this. And they have the music, the world is not enough music, and it's the lair. And they just like appear like fucking soldiers out of the back mm-hmm. one at a time. And I audibly went, Oh wow. <laughs> I and I rewound it and I watched it three times. It was just beautifully shot just like a sweeping some camera of, honestly the cinematography in this show was really good it gave me love island vibes on some of the ways they were shooting stuff it was like old school mtv with like s- sprinkling of the new way that like netflix is shooting their stuff and love island's doing their stuff 
It was it was very the whole thing was very well shot. A lot of I will verite say for for people in, in the know. A lot of verite style shooting they do. Uh, just wait till they get like one of these outside things on a cliff and just like drone shots. Oh, all the drone explosions shots, explosions and stuff. Devin was talking about, but they've really stepped their game up. Like it used to be just a, like a bunch of grow pros. Like they have like people like putting in lots of work. A lot of DPs mm-hmm. doing doing work out there. But the layer is very exciting for me this year. I'm excited to see what it brings because it always brings like new eliminations and then like Uh some of our old reliable eliminations as well. And I'll let you in Uh on which ones those are as we get going. But the one we saw now was new. It's been a while since we've seen like a um, a four person thing. And in order to get the four person thing, like we had to get absolutely blindsided by TJ's twist. Yeah. TJ. Siege always with a twist. Always with a twist. And that's why you don't have plans going into week one of elimination. Because inevitably, TJ always flips the script on you. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can have plans at all in this show. And he just did it. <laughs> he just totally flipped the script. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. pick anybody that you want, actually. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. And then and then she still, then she did Corey? She was clearly what? caught off guard. She thought they were gonna like stick with the same people. I think that uh-huh. was her idea. Yeah, like, but but he said he, Logan had said it's Logan, right? Or yeah, it's Logan. yeah, Logan had said point blank that he didn't want to do Emmy. He was doing Emmy because Anissa wanted to do Emmy. Right. And uh, but like the interesting thing to me was that she she like did this little speech about yeah. how the people that caused this issue needed to fight it out. Yeah. And then she said, "Corey, I'm sitting there like." Hello, Tommy. What? <laughs> what? What did she just say? That blew my mind. And he was livid, and I don't blame him. That yeah. was just so out of left field. Again, if it had been the teams and it was Emmy and him, I think he, I think he was actually prepared for that. Yeah. Well, that's also part of part of part of this as well, and like we know and we've seen on this show, like. If you're not mentally prepared to go down there, it doesn't usually go well for you. Yeah, I'm sure. And so when you get kind of blindsided, and that's why people like hold back. That's why people don't usually say who they're voting for Mm -hmm. when they go down there. Because they kind of sometimes want to spring it on the person to be like, oh, sorry. And then you're kind of not ready for it. And you have a much better chance of going home. Yeah, we saw kind of the opposite of this play out. It was absolutely fascinating to see this going down. I mean, Michelle gets picked, which I did that. I thought that that made sense. That made sense to me. I really thought it was going to be Tommy and Michelle. You know, once once TJ did this, the, you know, the change of events. But I I really thought I, I was like oh it's Tommy and she said Corey and I was like what the <laughs> fuck was that do you think that the, these two are gonna eliminate Corey Corey is a brick wall the muscles on that man are insane well here's the other thing I really hope somebody tweets me or DMs us or like post something on the hotties page about this. Was anybody else confused on what they were doing? Because I thought Corey and Michelle lost. Same, because they they were the ones that went off the side first. I was so confused. 
okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that I was the only one because I was like, oh no, they lost. Oh, I'm, that would have been nice. And then at the bottom, it was like winners, and I was like, huh? Yeah. So I I I also rewatched that as well. So the way he described it again, very hard to understand because there's like explosions going on while he's trying to describe things. I think you're just but, hearing explosions because you see T.J. Lavin and you go explosions he explodes on television he brings energy maybe he brings maybe that's it that's exactly what it is it's a you know after you watch this for a while it'll like fade away you won't even hear the explosions anymore but he also really doesn't fully like pronounce stuff yeah there's a lot of times where they also like people have said to us before they will they ask questions after tj says stuff you'll hear a lot of adr as well were uh-huh. they like re-recording TJ like at his house explaining the rules again? That because, makes sense. Because he doesn't have a script. So they just tell him and then he just says stuff to okay. get people there. So that's that's kind of how that works. But I'm with you. I was so confused. I, I also thought they lost. Looking back, I guess it makes sense that you would be like holding on. But also I thought like, wouldn't it be cooler to like push them off? That, I think, was the original plan for this elimination. But what happened was Corey was so strong. And I feel like Michelle and Michaela were evenly matched on strength. And Corey was just so much stronger than that Renan. Yep. If I, please don't cancel me if I said that wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I mean, Corey's just way out-muscled him. So it was like Corey spun them around almost completely. You know, they did pretty much a full 180 so that they switched sides. Mm-hmm. And then they sat there for, like, what seems like forever. <laughs> they didn't move. It's probably, like, 30 minutes or something like that, yeah. Yeah, which is insane. Which happens on these. Like, sometimes they'll show the elapsed time, and you're like, holy shit. That's so, like, uh, and I could just tell that his elbow, oh, my God, his elbow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to his elbow, but it wasn't good. I love the elimination. Like your your first time seeing an elimination on this show. What what did you think? Yeah, I mean it was fun. I was kind of expecting a little bit more from it, mm-hmm. but I do think that this particular um, elimination game was uh, not made for that. It was more of like a long haul, kind of like we were talking about. I definitely think that lasted more than thirty minutes. Sometimes these go for hours, and they'll show the clock. I think I just said that a little while ago, but yeah. They're wild sometimes. And then other times they're over in like 20 seconds. Yeah, I was kind of expecting more of that. I felt like it, like in my mind when thinking about the show and remembering back, you know, how I remembered it, I, I, I felt like the challenges themselves were like almost a full day's worth of shit, like amazing yeah. race almost. Mm-hmm. And then the eliminations at night I thought would be like real quick, you know, two, three brawls and you know, that's two out of three. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not disappointed. I just wasn't expecting that. They've they've changed that recently. Like the daily challenges become much kind of shorter. Um, Interesting. In comparison sometimes to the eliminations, especially depending on where they're at in the show. That I, okay. And they'll leave more time for like whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. Once this year, I'm sure we're going to get a carryover, but they've done a much better job in the past, I would say, five years of not giving us a cliffhanger, which they used to do all the time. 
I was I was gonna make a note about that. I really appreciated <laughs> that the episode ended when the episode ended. We're here for a good ending. I love that. Take notes, ABC. <sighs> <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna send you a podcast that you need to listen to that like perfectly summed up like what oh, happened. Oh, please, please. Just fantastic. Uh for like, all you batch bachelor and bachelorette fans, like the takes we're gonna have on Paradise. I'm so excited for Paradise. Oh god, this is the best time for reality TV right now. We have Paradise and the Challenge on at the same time. Like, yeah. just sedate me. Just sedate yeah. me. Mondays and Wednesdays. Just sedate me. I'm ready. Just lay me down. Give me a nice pillow. Maybe, maybe a cocktail, a glass of wine. I don't know. What, what do you? What do you have? A glass of wine this evening? What are you? What are you rocking? The red. I. White? I do. I have a Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Um, because I had some fruit, and it was great. It is great, and I am very excited to finish this so I can refill. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So our 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 um, ragtag team of the, I, what I'm now referring to as our list team, uh, even though <laughs> one person had absolutely nothing to do with a list. Yes. Um, and was just like, just too close, far too close to the sun, and uh-huh. that'll, that'll hurt you. And I kind of like when they like were showing people earlier on. I was like, they haven't shown much about this guy. I know why. <laughs> I know why. Interesting that you caught that because I felt like they showed a lot of Michaela or Michaela, right? That's her yeah. name. Yeah. I felt like they showed a lot of her, and I was like, oh, they're building her to be, like, the rookie that's, like, coming to, no. you know. Nope. No. That's why I said I had, like, a ton of notes on her, and I crossed them <laughs> all out, because I was like, what's the fucking point? Eight pages of notes. One and a half was Michaela <laughs> notes. Um, just so you guys know, she did tell me she has eight pages of notes. So if I, you yeah, just I think do have eight pages of notes. she's not taking this serious, get the fuck out of here. As I'm telling you guys, I want to, I, it took me five hours to watch this. <laughs> get the fuck out of here and then go look in the mirror and say. Yeah, ask yourself if you could do that. Five hours of the challenge. I mean. That's a challenge. That should be a challenge on a challenge. <laughs> I mean, you you fit in perfectly. We've given the producers so many ideas, including the one that we get to now, which is the switching of the partners, because we came up with this idea a few years ago. If you know, you know that the producers, the challenge gods, if you will, listen to this podcast. What's up, gang? Nice to see you again. Could have invited us this year, but that's fine. (laughs) We'll just continue to give you fucking delicious ideas for you to steal. Maybe just like a producer credit. Nay. Give me a set visit. Give me a set uh, visit. Let's go to the set. I will go to Croatia. I have my passport. All quarantine. Oh, same. Let's go. I'm in. Bring me to the next set. I'm ready. I'll just give you ideas. Shit. You can just lay back, take like take a take a Pinot Noir for yourself as well, and I'll <laughs> fucking do the show. Me and Mixie will just sit here, we'll produce the show, we'll call the shots for the DPs and go, go crazy. Pyro guy, light off as much shit as you want, go to town. This is your show as well, Pyro guy. I would have TJ stand in a room. He'd be inside. I'd let him go inside. Whoa. Is he allowed inside? 
I haven't seen him inside yet. You'll never, you'll never see TJ inside. He's not allowed inside. The poor guy. Let him in. He's not a dog. He's not allowed inside because he's so electric. He will absolutely burn down a house. That's why he can't be inside. He's house trained. He'll be okay. Well, you know, he's got a special... I want to pl- hear his, him. His place in Vegas is set up. So, like, his electricity and the the fireworks that go off from his body, from his person, don't burn his house down because he's got a special thing. But we can't do that at other ports of call, if you will. He's, you know, it's mm. very weird that you would see TJ inside something. And if so, it's at night. Like, it's, it's at night. It's at night. He has to be inside a lot of women. Is he married? He's married. Oh, but he's inside of one woman for the rest of his life then. <laughs> She's great. She's Good great. for him. Rox- Roxanne. Roxanne Lavin. She's the best. Roxanne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get to the big big twist again after the first twist, which was you can pick anybody, mm-hmm. um, which I, I never I never asked on a scale from one to ten. Do you like this idea? One is the worst idea I've ever heard. Like, it should be not ever done ever again. Ten, what a great idea. This should be done all the time. So here's the thing. I do think it's a good idea. However, the fact that they did it at the first elimination Thank you. seems like a bad time to do it. I feel like I wrote that down, too. I was like, why is everyone freaking out that, you know, their partners are being split up? Because it's the first week. It's not even the first week. It's like, what, day three? Uh, Well... After probably another 14-day quarantine. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I forgot about the, the potential <laughs> quarantine. Um, but, like, you know, you should wait. I, I feel like it just it's not as much of a shakeup as it would be three, four weeks down the line. I mean, I said the exact same thing earlier today talking to somebody about this show. We are so insane. I was, ju- I was just like, and I've said this, I said this with the skull thing last year. Like, this would be great if you, like, introduced it six weeks in mm-hmm. people are comfortable they understand the alliances have formed they're picking people off now you've told them already and now they're going to figure this one out and how to game the system with this now again unless at some point tj goes oh your partners are locked now and you can't or you have to pick the teams now again you can't pick individual people i, I don't know the twist last year is you got to switch partners so i like that they've kept that but I would go with the, the, the switch. I'd go maybe 7-7, seven, 7-7, seven, 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 maybe 8-2. I, mean, I, 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 the switch at the end that they did, I would get that. You know, that honestly makes sense to me that if you win, if you win the elimination round, you can go and pick a different teammate. I feel like that makes sense. That should be a thing that they do every time. Because you've gone through the elimination, you should get something for making it out alive. So that made sense to me, you know. And and with Ed coming in, which was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, the circle qualifies for the challenge. That's when I was really like, there really is no qualifications for this show, other than a reality TV show. The circle. This dude went on the circle with his mom. He couldn't even go on the circle by himself. He went, I'll tell you, he went on the circle with his fucking mom as himself, but his mom was in there helping him. He seems, he seems like a, he seems. I don't dislike him. He seems like he might be made for this show in terms of like, is he at least funny? Is he funny? He looks the part. Yes, he's funny. He's funny. He's a good time. That's what I was going to say. He'll be entertaining. Uh, I'm okay now. 
It's be him and Kyle will be bestie friends. Yes, I do think that. I do think he'll also get along with Devin really well. They're they're similar personalities. But like and he does look fit. I'm not saying that he's not in shape or anything like that. I just feel like what I've seen in the previews of the challenge, I he just doesn't seem to be that athletic. There's a difference between fit and athletic. And he's definitely in shape. He's definitely fit. I don't think that he's athletic in any shape or form. And again, I go back to the fact his mom went on the circle with him <laughs> to flirt with girls. Wild. but Awful. That's the type of people <laughs> that end up on the challenge is people like I that. Guess, yeah, I guess it does make sense. That's the criteria. You have to be on the circle with your mom. Yeah. If you were just <laughs> on the circle by yourself, no invite to the challenge. Yeah. You went on one with your mom and you're funny, you're on the challenge. Um. <laughs> It's weird sometimes because people, you were right about the people can be like fit and have popcorn muscles and they don't actually mm-hmm. like perform well on the show. And mm-hmm. then you'll see some people that you're like, oh, there's no chance this person's good. And they're, they're a monster. They have like endurance yeah. for days. The girl last year, everybody knows, um, who, who won the show, like Amber B, nobody gave her the time of day. People are trying to get away from her as a partner. And then she beat everybody up the mountain because she just has endurance for days. Wow. She beat CT up the mountain. She's like pulling CT up the mountain because she's just endurance, treadmill, training, mm-hmm. in great shape for days. So it, yeah. it's sneaky how that works sometimes. And then it's about like having the right alliances, not like saying something like we said at the beginning that's going to get you in trouble and all that yeah. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting you brought up um, what's his name showing up because Ed. yeah I'm sitting there going oh my god we're gonna get a replacement it's an American there was no point in my head where I said oh it's gonna be somebody I don't know I got excited I paused I grabbed my phone I was gonna record my reaction I you literally <laughs> hear me go what a who? waste who I don't know who that was but at least perfectly in to our mom, LaFranc, take of the week. If Amazing. You're new here, my mom watches the show and she records a take or a question or just a general thought and she sends it to me. And without further ado, the beginning of season 37's Mom LaFranc's Takes of the Week starts right now. Let's go. Give it to me, Mama. Hi, it's Mom LaFranc. I'm back with my take of the week. So it took till the last couple of minutes of the show for me to be on the very edge of my seat. When TJ said, Nam was out, but we have a replacement, my first thought, as they showed him from the waist down, is that it was Jordan oh, coming back. Can we be back? What a twist that would have been. <laughs> twist is a slight understatement. That's my take of the week. Bye. Wow. What what an amazing woman already. I can't wait for these every week. It's just and such a such a great point cuz that's what I was hoping for. I secretly like was going in my head and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be bananas." But like I didn't think he would be able to get there. And then I I was like, "Oh my god, could it be Jordan? Would they fuck over Tori like that?" And immediately I was like, "They would, but also like she's doing this Again, very small, unknown podcast that uh-huh. might be about the show. I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't think they would fuck her over that way. Like, hey, remember that person that you were engaged with and had a bad breakup with? Um, they're here now. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't think Jordan's going to do the show anymore, which is kind of unfair because uh, he's an absolute beast at the show and he's f- phenomenal television. I mean, you don't know that. You don't know that they... Oh, God, wouldn't that be amazing? I, I... I've I've already decided I'm not writing anything off with this show. <laughs> That's probably a really, really, really good idea. Um, so we <laughs> get this partner change. This new guy from the circle who apparently went on the show with his mom. I mean, smart move, I guess. No, he. They didn't last like a week. Oh no. They were in and out of the circle because his mom was doing boomer shit. You know. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. I mean, she, again, they seem like great people, but like not good for the circle. <laughs> not great for the circle. No. Um, but it's time to swap partners if you want. And did yeah. you think they were going to switch? I thought they made a great team and I was like, oh, they're going to partner up. They're going to stay together. I also, I was like, the smartest move is for them to stay together, but mm-hmm. they're both rookies. So I get why they didn't. Yeah. That made sense to me. However, what blew my mind was Michelle's pit. Shocking. What was that? What was and even when she was explaining the thought process on it, I was like, "What?" Here's what I think. I think it was a very I think it was a smart pick because if you pick a big beast guy like a CT, like a like a Fessy, like a Corey, People are probably going to want to steal your partner. Yeah. So that's number one. That's fair. That's fair. Number two, it also puts a target on your back of being a strong a strong couple to go against, and they might want to break that up. So that's number two. Number three, I, I, I find it very hard to believe that she did not do her research coming into this show. Oh, she 100% did. And she probably talked to other people. She probably went and watched previous seasons. She went on, like, the Challenge Wiki. She went to Reddit. She, like, yep. went on a yep. deep dive to learn as much as she could about people. Absolutely. And I think she knew Devin's, like, reputation of being, like, a shit starter. S- sneaky, mm. sneaky good at, like, challenges. Smart with puzzles. But also, he knows how to work the game. And so for that reason, yeah. she's like, hey, listen, I'm, I have a very strong social game. But I have a strong social game for Survivor. I don't know how my game works for that. And that's Devin's specialty. And so I think yeah. it was a right, good pairing. I mean, she said... She looked up and he was like kind of waving like, hey. Yeah, but they showed that footage and I don't really think he was trying to do that. Oh, He kind of was just generally being a goofball. I feel like he was just being himself. I just like fucking around. That like, again, I don't know his partner at the time, Tracy from a ham sandwich, but. <laughs> he doesn't either. He, I think he was just like being. I have a chance to get a survivor winner as my partner. Yeah, I'll. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get where why he would be excited about it. I, I just, you know, at this early of a of a point in this game, 
I just feel like she should have gone with somebody else. Now I'm looking at like again, I think she should have stayed with Coriel, but mm-hmm. like I could I if I were her, I probably would have gone with like Josh. I think she knows Josh's reputation on this show and uh but he's got a big team behind him. Devin's yeah. quote unquote alliance. Mm-hmm. That's all bullshit. Those those guys are turning on each other you immediately. You really think that's going to happen? Yes, I'm okay. I'm convinced. Prediction. Write it down everybody. <laughs> I better not be wrong on this. It's going to happen. Um I thought it was a good pick. I and then um I mean other than them staying together, which I was really hoping for. Mm-hmm. I think Devin really ended up with like the best situation there. Like that really worked out well for him. Uh-huh. Um, and then we had like the absolute like, oh my god, we have like partners switching left and right because Corey picked somebody new. And then Corey had, picked like, Tori. Corey picked Tori. And Kells looked like Ugh. his puppy got shot right in front of his face. It was Kells was it like, was, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook up with the 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 bell of the ball, and I'm also her partner. Like, what what a great situation! Yeah, nope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. Kells. <laughs> so Kells had to get a new partner. The new people had a new partners. It was it was an absolute train wreck. Yeah, and that whole thing was very interesting <laughs> to me too because, you know, they got to pick their new partners, and then TJ just kind of like grouped the other ones together. It was just like you go with him, you go with her. We had a slight problem with this last year that they've now remedied where the people who were left alone would then kind of start picking other people and it kind of became like a like a the white elephant parties where everything starts getting a little uh-huh. jumbled. out of hand where it's like, okay, now you get to pick of these two girls left, who do you want? Uh-huh. And it just, it always, it always like gave me like a little... It always made me uncomfortable that one of the guys is going to go, uh, I'll take you. Mm-hmm. And it just makes the other person feel like so shitty. Like the show does enough of that to begin with just by you like coming in last three times in a row and TJ <laughs> telling you you need to like step your game up or you can get out yeah. of here. Yeah. They don't need to do like more elementary school things of like, oh, I get to pick between one of you. You're clearly garbage. Um, do that. I like where that now we'll see if this goes forward, I find it very hard to believe that we're going to do team eliminations every week. Yeah. I think it's going to be guy-girl eliminations okay. each week. But it's possible. Again, there's mm-hmm. 19 weeks of the show, guys, pretty much, is what, what we have found out. 19 MC- weeks? 19 episodes. Oh, get, my God. Get strapped. Oh, I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> so like there's a lot that we have to get through here so we can't I'm gonna need a bigger notebook get rid of a team every week because we'll be out of people um there's so many people steven they're so not many. running out anytime soon. I, I don't know there's just people like coming up through the sand as well you know like, parachuting in <laughs> amazing all right now let's get to everybody's favorite time of the uh, of the podcast our quotes of the week. And again, yes. Spoiler alert, we're going to have a couple from our boy Gabo. So, we're going to start. We already gave away one of them, so we're not going to do that. But I, what I'd like to do is start with Gabo, who is my new favorite, with one of my old favorites. In this amazing quote, starting with my boy Nam. 
Nam, what's going on? Do you know when, like, you have the feeling that something's gonna happen, but you don't know what it is? I'm just eating, bro. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Why is everybody out here? And who's that guy on the television? After the stranger talked to us on TV, I found some cases with files in it. I love Jersey Shore, man. If you wanna hang out with me, we're gonna go to the gym, we're gonna do some tan, and we got a party. Oh, Gabo. Gabo, I hope you're around for weeks to come because I swear to God, Gabo, He's if still you my leave heart. us early, oh, you're, I'd be destroyed. I would be heartbroken as well. I'll be like Greg. Greg from <laughs> Just, I just want some sign of reassurance from you, Gabo, that you're not going to leave me. Please tell me you're not going to leave me, Gabo. I don't think I'll be able to deal with that if you leave, Gabo. I don't know if I'd ever be able to watch this show without Gabo, honestly. Like, if we continue on with this and I keep watching the challenge, which I do really like it, so I think I will. If But if Gabo's not there, I can't say that I will. I can't I can't definitively say that. He's carrying it right now for me. Guys, I'm... I'm... <laughs> That's pretty sad. I'm just thinking about a week of this show without Gabo right now. And it's I, never going to... It's not going to happen. It's not going to He's got he's, his his teammate has a pretty face, so it's fine, right? That's what he oh. said. <laughs> and I think any other year, Nani would have been like, "Oh, that's really sweet. You want to make out?" But she's now she's now put all her baskets. She's cuffed. All her eggs in the uh, the the Casey basket. So I don't blame her. That's a safe bet. Our next quote is, um, you know, guys, Amanda's been gone for a while. The, the, and Amanda is back, and Amanda is just right back into mm-hmm. it. Just like if you hated Amanda and you love Fessy, this just must be like a very bad day for you, seeing these two to get together. But you know what? It's not for us because here's here here's here's a quote of the week from Amanda and Fessy. <laughs> I know when a girl is into me, and I think Amanda is into me, even though she's rude as hell to me. But I think that's how she flirts. You're just so annoying that I just want to kiss you so you don't talk anymore. Yeah, we can blame it on whatever you want. Stop! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, babe. Don't call me that. Call me bruh. I like it. Alright, bruh. Alright, bruh. So, Mixie, I have to ask you, as the uh, lone female on this show right now, how how would you feel about some guy just going, just calling you bruh when you're making out? I feel like this is not what you ladies want. I mean... She requested it, so she she did say that she didn't like baby, which, uh, like, if I'm first hooking up with a guy and he calls me baby, yeah, I agree. That's a little <laughs> much. But, like, bruh, I honestly think is worse. I, I don't feel like that's a better, safer <laughs> word to use. I don't. Just maybe call her Amanda. What a What a crazy thought. She has a name, so we could use that. I don't know. How about, how about baby girl? Baby girl. <laughs> baby girl. What's up, baby girl? Would you like to make out, baby girl? Honestly, I like that better than bra and just baby. <laughs> I still take that. I'd, I'd take that. I I hope I hope we get some classic Amanda this year. Also, as you guys know, Amanda wrote off the show and she's like, I'm never doing that show again. I hate everything about the show. I hate MTV. I think she tried to sue MTV at some point, allegedly maybe, about something that happened. Uh, the, the shocked that she's back on the show, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, she's she's got a kid, so she's she's got to 
Oh, yeah, they, they made sure to say that every time they saw her, though I saw her on screen. Yeah, been a, been a wild couple of years for Amanda in her life. So, you know what? I enjoy her on the show. She's, she's just, man, don't want to get into an argument with Amanda. She <laughs> will just, she's another, she, she's another one of these girls that I think would scare you, Nixie. Like, when you really see Amanda, you'll be like, I'm terrified of this woman. You know, Emmy really took all of my fear. She <laughs> she put it all in her basket for this week. So I mean, I'll look into Amanda. I just didn't like her. Yeah. So yeah, she. I wrote her off. <laughs> Most people don't. So you're already part of the crew. Welcome to the channel. I'm in. You're in. Everybody likes you now. You're against Amanda. You're Yay. fitting in perfectly to what everybody wants you to be at this point. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on the same page as everyone else. That's good. And our third quote of the week. I mean, is it a quote? Is I don't know this, if it's a quote. Is this a quote? Bettina's <laughs> laugh. Oh my god, it's hilarious. She laughs very weird, like. <laughs> that laugh. I mean, I've never heard anything like it. It's unusual. It's it is one of those laughs though where you know when she was laughing I was kind of laughing but I couldn't tell if I was laughing at what she was laughing at or if I was <laughs> laughing at her laugh. I was I was very torn. And then I was like is this mean? <laughs> I thought I thought the exact same thing. Like is this some sort of form of bullying to be like making fun of her laugh cuz I really don't think people could choose their laughs. It is what it is. That's the thing. Like, she knows that's what her laugh is. Uh -huh. And I'm sure when you're around a new group of people and you laugh and you have a laugh the way she does, you got to be a little self-conscious, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, like, really made a point to highlight it, which, mm, you know, entertaining. I'll take it. But... uh, Super entertaining. Yeah. You know, I, th those are our three quotes. I, um, you know, we had a bunch of Gabo quotes we decided to... <laughs> To merge them to one for the sake of time, because we're 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 already over two hours anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Stephen, I guess I'll I'll start with you. What's your vote? Well, it's Gabo, and it's not close. <laughs> Same. I don't know why we're asking. <laughs> I mean, I, we're just doing it as a formality at this point. Yeah. But it's Gabo, and it's not close. Tell us, tell us which quote you think got second place, because we all know Gabo got <laughs> That's a, that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> I think I think Amanda is second for me. Amanda and Fessy, especially when she's like, ooh, don't call me that. I was like, that's exactly the Amanda I remember. What, like, a great way for you to, like, you, like, reset my brain into, like, what I remember you on the show. Like, all she did was say that, and I'm like, yeah, I remember. I remember so many things about you now, just based off that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was great. She had an epic, like, rivalry with this guy in the show um, who's not on this season. And, like, they just hated each other. I feel like she's going to find plenty of that on this season i, I hope so I she, she'll amanda. find it don't worry it's peak amanda i i i hope that her and like somebody else who's like a new person get into it because the new person's just like not gonna unless it's emmy because that like i don't want to see that because again emmy might murder people on the show oh yeah but i i would love to see something go down Mm -hmm. I'm just that fingers are crossed for that. Something so. will go down for. Yeah. This was a crazy ass first episode. Yeah. 
I, I it, there was a lot going on this week, guys. If you've made it to this point, thank God. We love you so much. Thank you. A lot a lot to unpack. Episode one, which actually technically was two episodes, so this makes sense. Yeah, that like, were... We were... did two episodes. It was like uh-huh. a... And I also don't like the fact that, that like they considered the other episode like on Monday. They're like, oh, I guess you can watch this. I'm like, but I needed to watch that to like see this. I would have been very lost. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I would have been lost because I'm already lost. But um, <laughs> I, I do I do think that it should have been a mandatory. It, they should have just made it a two hour long first episode, in my uh, they, opinion. They very easily could have done that. And that would have been a much better idea. I have a feeling... There was a, uh, a 180th airing of a ridiculousness episode that they just couldn't bump off the schedule. Yeah, Rob Dyrdek has so much blackmail on the, the owners of MTV. They had to make sure that they got their ridiculousness in. We could do this as a two-hour, but you know that the 195th showing this week of that episode of Ridiculousness is on? So we can't, I mean, we... Guys, Rob called. He said, you have to cut it up into two episodes. And I'm sorry, he does make the final calls here. Rob <laughs> is running the, uh, the the whole thing. He will soon be the CEO of Viacom CBS. You guys, we're going we're gonna to run that ridiculousness episode where Chanel <laughs> is just laughing uncontrollably at nothing funny whatsoever for about five minutes. Hot take! <laughs> what a great way to end the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Love you, MTV. Bye! Bye.